How long does it take you to produce the audio session of your podcast? Well, in this episode of Podcastification, I'm going to teach you how I use a pre-created podcast template to speed up my audio production time. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Okay, if you've been podcasting for any length of time, you know the pain it can be to do your actual recording and production. I mean, it it can be quite a time suck, which is why companies like mine and others have popped up all over the places because we're selling time really is what we're doing. We're trying to help you get out of the podcast time suck. Now, I'm not here to sell you services. What I'm here to do today is to help you figure out a way that you can create your own podcast template of sorts on the audio editing side, on the audio production side, so that you can cut your production time dramatically and get out of that podcast time suck and enjoy the benefits of your podcast even more. Okay, well, before we go on, let's define exactly what I mean by a podcast template. Now, you know what a template is. A template is like a pre-created sort of a thing that serves as an outline or as a guide to you. And the purpose of a template is to keep you from having to recreate the same thing over and over and over and over. I mean, just think about if you do a hundred episodes or 200 episodes or 500 episodes in the history of your podcast. And you are recreating some of the same things every single week, after week, after week, after week. I mean, it gets old, doesn't it? Well, a template is designed to help you avoid that. So let me give you an idea of what I mean by an audio editing template. It doesn't matter what audio recording software you're using. It could be Audacity. It could be Logic Pro. It could be Hindenburg Journalist. It could be GarageBand, Adobe Audition. Any of those will have the capacity to allow you to import elements into that project or that session, some of them will call it, and to put them in certain places, to name them certain things, to optimize the levels on those particular elements. And then here's the key, save that project or save that session with a name you recognize, such as name of your podcast dash template, and then Open that and reuse it every time you do a podcast recording. So does that make sense? You're pre-creating 
the format and the layout of your podcast. And of course, you'll have to adjust some things, put them in different places from episode to episode because nobody's episodes are usually exactly the same length and no transitions always happen at exactly the same place in the recording in terms of the timestamp. But you get the idea. You can create this template so that you're not having to re-import the same elements that you use in every episode over and over again. So let's walk through my example. I want to tell you how this looks for me, how I do it, so that you can get ideas about how you can do it given your situation. Now, let me lay the groundwork for that. I am using Audacity. And that may come as a shock to some of you. A guy who owns and runs a podcast production service is using an open source program like Audacity. Well, yes, I am. I learned first how to use Audacity. I learned how to use it well, and I love it. I think it's very powerful for a podcaster, especially because there are so many things you can do in Audacity using this open source platform. Now, this isn't an advertisement for Audacity, but I do believe in the program and that's what I use. So as I walk through how I create my template, keep in mind, I'm using Audacity. So if you're using one of those others I mentioned, like Adobe Audition or Logic Pro or Hindenburg or something else, the terms are going to be different, but the concepts will be the same. So when I create a template, Here's my first step. I'm going to open up a blank project or session, I think some of the softwares call it. And I'm going to start importing the elements that I use over and over again in my podcast. So what would those be? Well, those would be things like my intro. So at this episode, you heard my pre-produced intro with the announcement about the show and who I am and what our company does and all that kind of stuff. So that's my pre-produced intro. I also have a pre-produced outro, which uses that same music. I'm going to import that as well. All of my transition sounds, which you've already heard two of in this recording, I'm going to import those as well. And then if I have any sound effects that I use quite often, you'll hear at the end of this episode, for example, I use this thing that goes, hello, you know, I, I can't do it perfectly, but you know what I'm saying. You'll hear it at the end. I import that sound effect and were I to have any sponsor messages, which I actually do at the very end of my episode. I have this little discount code that I give at the end of my episodes to anybody who wants to try our service, 15% off on their first month. I import that as well. And so all of those elements that I know are probably going to be in every single episode of my podcast, I import into Audacity. Now you're going to do that however you do that in your particular software. But the idea is you're going to pull in the elements that you use in every episode. So that sounds pretty simple, right? So let's go on to the next step. And this is a key step to help you keep yourself organized and on track from episode to episode. Now, once you have got your elements into your recording software or your DAW, some people will call it digital audio workstation, you're going to want to make sure that you have those labeled or tagged or, or something so that you can notice them easily. And here's the reason why. When you come in the next time you're going to record a particular episode of your podcast and you might have some elements from that previous episode still in your recording software that you do not want to include 
in your next episode. So it might be your main interview content or the coaching session that you gave in the last episode. Or in my case, this particular audio I'm speaking to you right now, this will still be in my audio editing software the next time I open up this template. So I want to be able to easily tell this section apart from the pieces that I want in my recording software every episode. And so how am I going to do that? Well, since I'm using Audacity, the way that I've chosen to do it is I name each of my tracks, each of my elements that I've imported in a way that I can easily notice them. You might decide on a different way than what I do, but here's what I do. I put two asterisks at the very beginning of that element title. So for example, my intro has asterisk, asterisk, and then intro right after that. My outro has asterisk, asterisk, boy, say that five times fast. My transitions, you can guess, right? Two asterisks, then a transition. And that way, when I just glance at my elements at the left-hand side where the titles to my elements are, the names are, I see immediately those are elements that I leave in this template. So if I'm about to go over there and click on the X to get rid of one of them, I don't know how you'll do it in your software, but you know how to delete a track. When I go to do that, I'm going to notice immediately, ah, this is not one that I delete. This is one I keep here. Okay. So that's my step. Number two is ensuring that from episode to episode, I'm going to be able to use this template effectively and quickly without a lot of mistakes being made by deleting the wrong elements or leaving in ones that don't need to be left in. So my next step, what I've chosen to do next is I will then take those elements that I've imported into my project. That's what it's called in Audacity and that I have renamed so that they're easy for me to notice. And then I'm going to put them in essentially the proper place they go in, in terms of the sequence of my episode. So if you remember how this episode of podcastification began, I began with a teaser. Okay. So I'm going to leave some space at the beginning for a teaser. Then I'm going to place my intro track in sequence where it belongs underneath the teaser. That's how it looks in audacity. Anyway, again, your software will look a little different. And then I'm going to leave a big space for my actual recording that I'm doing right now. Then I have my transition elements. Okay. So I usually only copy one of those into my project and I'll set my volume levels where it goes up and down at the right places. And I can just slide it from side to side and put it exactly where I want it when I get to that point. And then I'll copy that one and just paste it in at the new position where I need it when it's repeated. Okay. Does that make sense? So I'm going to move my particular tracks that I've imported into my template to the relative place that they're going to belong in the episode. Now, if that changes from episode to episode, obviously you're not going to do that because you're going to decide from episode to episode where those things go. Now, why do I do this? Well, it's so that I have less work to do the next time I open this template and start using it. Because if all of my elements are at the left-hand side of my project at the very beginning, so to speak, then I'm going to have to go hunt them down and move them once I get into the actual project and I'm doing my recording and editing. But this way, I don't have to do that. I can just kind of zoom out a little bit and I see it right there. Oh, there it is. It's fairly close to where I need it to be. I just quickly drag it to the right position and there it is. 
So again, you can do this differently if you want, but that's what I've learned is that works pretty well because when they're in the normal order that I use them, I'm able to find them easily, use them easily. And hey, that's the point of this whole thing is, is easy, right? Okay, so what's next? Well, for me, it has to do with the mute button. Now, I assume it is this way in every audio recording software. The ones that I've mentioned, Adobe Premiere and Hindenburg and all those, I haven't used all of those, so I don't know exactly if that's the case. But I assume there is some way that you can mute an individual track. Okay, so an individual element you've pulled in, say it's your intro. Okay, you should have a way of hitting a mute button on that. In Audacity, it's really obvious. It's over on the left-hand side of every track. There's a mute button and a solo button. And here's a little bonus tip for you. If you don't know what the solo button does, when you click the solo button, it makes that track alone all you're going to hear. It mutes everything else. So it's kind of the opposite of a mute. It's a, it's a reverse mute, so to speak. But anyway, back to that mute button. I'm going to go through, after I get these things into my template, and I'm going to mute every track that I've pulled into the project or the session. And why am I doing that? Well, it's so that when I come back into this project in the future, to work on future episodes. What I do is I record directly into the project. Does that make sense? I record this audio that I'm talking to you right now directly into this project. That's what I'm doing right now. I've already got all my other elements in here, but they're all muted. And the reason they're muted is so that if I'm recording, talking along to you as I am right now, and a transition sound, for example, comes up in another track at this portion because I've moved it where it needs to be, relatively speaking, I don't hear that in my headphones and get distracted by it, but I do see it visually. And so I realize, hey, this is pretty close to where my transition goes. Then when I go back to edit and move that transition where it needs to go, I know pretty relatively where it is and I can, I can work more quickly. So having your tracks muted is not something you essentially have to do. But for me, it's helped me to do my recording more quickly by not being distracted and also by visually being able to see those files and recognize where they are so that I can go back and grab them quickly and place them where they need to be. So I've imported my tracks. I've moved them where they need to go. I've muted them. And then I'm going to do the most important step of this whole process. Now, this one probably sounds pretty silly to you, but it's the funny thing that we forget to do in our eagerness to use this great template we've created, and that is to save the project. Save it, save it, save it. Make it a name that you're going to easily recognize. Put it in a place that you're going to know where it is. Don't lose this template and don't forget to save it. I mean, come on. You've put in all this work. And by the way, this is going to take you uh, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes to create this podcast template. So don't let yourself get put off by thinking, oh, I've got to do this ahead of time. It's going to take all this time. I, I just don't have time to do it right now. We know this is an example of something a guy named Rory Vaden talks about as a, as a, I don't know what he calls it exactly, but it's a task that if you do it now, it will have exponential benefits for you going into the future. So it enables you to cut your workload going into the future so that you can use that time that you're saving for more high leverage activities. Okay. This podcast template is one of those things. If you will take the time, make the time, set it aside to get this podcast template made for yourself. 
and saved. That's the whole point we're on right now. You will save yourself time in a multiplying way going into the future. Now, in Audacity, Logic Pro, and GarageBand, I believe saving these is called saving a project. In Audition and Hindenburg, I believe it's called saving a session. Okay, so whatever it is for your particular audio editing program that you're using, figure out how to save that project or session and save it with a name that you won't forget and in a place on your computer that you won't forget. And that brings us to the fun part of this whole situation. The next time you are ready to record your podcast or to do your editing on your podcast, all you've got to do is open up this template and you're ready to go. And you'll have two options there. Number one, you'll either record the main content of your show directly into your template like I'm doing right now. This works great for solo episodes or episodes that you might do live with a mixer board where there might be more than one person speaking, you know, like you have a co-host or something, but you're in the same room or you're using Skype through your mixer to bring everything into your recording software at once. Okay. You would record directly into your template because your template is going to be laid out already and it's going to make your workflow in the future as you do your editing much faster. But the other option is that you may not record directly into your template. You may import files from another recording session. So say you used Ringer or Skype or Zencaster to do a long distance recording with someone. Well, that recording session is going to provide you a file of some sort. It's going to be a wave or an MP3 or something like that. And you are going to then import that into your audio recording software as your main content. And you're going to place it into the template and adjust your spacing and all those sorts of things to make it fit where it needs to fit. But do you see what you've done? You're not having to re-import that intro and outro and transitions and sponsor messages and sound effects and anything else that you want to have in your in your typical episode. All you've got to do is import that thing, adjust a few things in terms of sequence and spacing, and you're good to go. That's the beauty of having this podcast template in place. Now, just a few last tips about how to go about your production from that point on when you've got everything into your podcast template and ready to go. The way that I do it is I start in Audacity is from left to right. So left represents the first part of the finished track and the right represents the end of the finished track. Well, I'll start at the left and I'll place in my teaser. Then I'll move my intro to fit in the right portion. Then I'll go after my intro and move in my next piece of content. Then I'll move in a transition. And so as I'm going left to right, I'm finding those elements that I need that are already in my template, whether it be a transition sound or a sponsor message or a sound effect or whatever. And I'm placing them where they need to go. And it's at this point that I unmute them. Okay, so in my workflow, a track that is unmuted is a track that is placed where it needs to go and is ready to go. Okay, so I am making sure through various means, one is the mute and the unmute, that my tracks are ready to go. And it's easy for me to notice that they're ready to go because in Audacity, when a track is muted, it's kind of grayed out. I would assume in the other audio editing platforms, it'll be something similar to that. So this is where I unmute, I go through and I edit 
going left to right as I'm placing elements. I'm listening to that main track. I'm doing any editing or optimizing I'm needing to do. You see, it all is sequential for me. It goes from the beginning of the track to the end of the track. So when I get to the end of the track and I place my outro where it belongs and I place my little 15% off blurb that I have at the very end of the episodes, when I place that where it needs to belong, I know that I'm done. I know I've finished everything. I haven't overlooked an item in my podcast production. Now, there is one more step that I take after that to ensure that everything is correct. And I bet you can guess what that is. Once I get to that point, I am going to go back to the left part of my track and I'm going to quickly go through the track left to right looking at every place there's some kind of a transition. So from a vocal part into a, an actual transition sound, you know, the music that plays. I'm going to check all of those. I'm going to make sure my volumes are right. I'm going to make sure my spacing is right. I'm going to make sure everything is exactly like I think I placed it. Because things happen sometimes. You know, you'll accidentally hit a shortcut key that you didn't know you hit. And it bumps something to the right or to the left. Or it deletes something that you didn't intend to delete. And so it's your job as the podcaster, obviously, to do the quality control on your recording. You just want to make sure you want to double check. That's what I consider it to be. It's a quality check. So I'm going back, just checking things. And this usually takes me less than five minutes. I'm just ensuring that everything is exactly like I want it before I hit that export or that save or whatever I'm going to do to ensure that I get that audio file out and ready to upload to my media host. Hello. There's that sound I was talking about. Did you hear it? Well, I trust this has been helpful to you because this idea of having a podcast template that you can use for your audio production week after week after week is an exponential savings of time. For me, I used to import my elements every single time when I first started podcasting. So I'm always importing the intro. I'm always importing the outro. I'm doing it every time I record. And I realized over a short period of time, is there some way I can keep these in? Well, you've heard the process now of what I developed. And it probably saves me five minutes at least on every time I record my podcast. Will you add that up five minutes a week for 52 weeks a year? That's four hours and 33 minutes you've saved over the course of a year just from having a podcast template. So that's this episode of Podcastification. I want to thank you tremendously for devoting your time to learning how to make your podcast better through the Podcastification Podcast. One quick call to action I have for you. Would you please, please, please share podcastification with someone that you know could benefit from this episode? Now, you can go out and blast on social media if you want about podcastification. I wouldn't mind that at all. But I'm more concerned that you take a little bit of time to think about the specific people in your life, other podcasters you know, who might benefit from this content and share it specifically with them. And the best way to do it is through a text or an email with a little personal note from you saying why you think they would benefit from this episode of Podcastification. Hey, you know what time it is, right? It's time for you to go out and live a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day.
Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.